is Colette Sosnoe with Just Publix at 365, um, and I'm talking today with Jeff Mays, who's a reporter for DNA New York, covering the Harlem community. So, Jeff, thanks for talking to me today. Um, you've been covering the East, East Harlem since the tragic explosion that killed eight people and injured many more. What has the impact of this disaster been on the neighborhood as a whole? Um, I think the neighborhood as a whole is still reeling just from the loss of eight lives. Um, a lot of those people were known in the neighborhood and um, people uh, recognized them and saw them. So I think the loss of life uh, is probably one of the, the biggest issues they're still dealing with. Um, there's still a boy in the hospital, Oscar Hernandez, who's recovering from his um, injuries. Um, and uh, the prognosis is good. Doctors are hopeful. Um, but he still has a long road ahead of him. Um, and also, I guess one of the biggest um, impacts that you can see is that businesses in the neighborhood are still struggling. Um, there are some businesses that have been able to open but have not been able to return back to normal. Other businesses have not opened and waiting for insurance payments and payouts from Con Ed. Um, so, you know, just walking around the neighborhood, you can, it seems like everything is normal, but when you take a look around, it may not be. There are buildings that are still boarded up. People still stop by to kind of gawk at the site. You still see a lot of federal city officials um, around the site. So, uh, so yeah, so the neighborhood has been greatly affected. So obviously, it's the the families that were most that were you know lived in the building or nearby were the ones most most directly affected. Um, do you know what they're doing at this point? Um, I've been told that several of the families uh, have been put up by the city in, in uh, temporary apartments that I believe are around three to six month placements, somewhere around there. Um, uh, so that's several of the families that lived in the two buildings that collapsed. Um, another, you know, five or six of them have uh, found their own sort of accommodations. So, um, but what, what's most interesting is I'm told that all of those people in the building want to return to East Harlem. They want to live back in, in the same neighborhood. And um, city officials have promised them that they will try to make that um, happen, which, which is a big deal. Um, I heard a, a story about one survivor um, who is, uh, you know, doing well now, who has uh, found a, another place, who is, uh, you know, getting donations of clothing and furniture and um, just trying to put her life back together. So, um, yeah, so those families are obviously still have a long way to go, but... What is your sense about how the community is faring overall? Um, you know, I think East Harlem is um, such a resilient community. It's such a diverse community. Um, some very strong people. You have a lot of immigrants who have come to this country looking for a better life, who are um, incredibly hard workers. Um, I think what I've seen is that the community kind of came together, not just East Harlem, but lots of people in Harlem once they heard about the accident, got together and, uh, you know, tried to organize different efforts to help people collect clothing, collect food, collect money. Um, you know, there are people who are specifically patronizing the businesses in the area. So, um, yeah, I think the community, um, you know, like I said, is still, people are still devastated over the fact that eight people died and over the possibility that maybe many more could have died. Um, so I think that's the biggest um, issue facing the community right now. But overall, people are really trying to get back to normal. Okay. And then what are the most pressing issues that remain? 
Um, right now, um, housing is one of the biggest issues. Um, as I said, you still have those people who lost their, who lost everything on the two buildings collapse. Um, there's still, uh, you know, I believe all the vacate orders in the surrounding buildings have been lifted, but there are still. I spoke to one woman who lives in a nearby apartment. You know, she doesn't have windows yet. She still has piles of debris in her apartment. Um, and it's been difficult for the landlord to try to fix that up. So she's still struggling um, with that because her shelter housing ran out. So she's forced to be back in the apartment while they do these repairs. She suffers from asthma. So um, that's one of the stories that I heard. And I think some of the people in the area are still, still dealing with that. Um, the businesses are also, um, it's still tough for a lot of the businesses in the area. Um, I talked to one business, it's a meat market on 116th Street. They've been able to reopen, um, but part of the problem is that the phone lines in that neighborhood are down. So they can't accept, um, you know, credit card payments, EBT payments, um, which make up a huge chunk of their business. So, you know, they're open, but they're barely open um, and they're struggling. And uh, I've also heard, too, about some immigrants who've um, lost everything when, when the buildings collapse and are now having some trouble getting um, documentation, um, which is difficult when they have nothing to prove um, who they are. And, you know, going to DMV with nothing is incredibly difficult. So I know some elected officials have stepped in and are trying to help those people. Um, and then finally, I think um, I've heard some frustration from people about getting money. Um, to replace, you know, furniture and clothing and other things that were lost in the explosion. Um, you know, there's been a lot of money raised from the mayor's fund. Um, over $333,000 has been raised. Um, but I've heard some complaints from people in the neighborhood that they feel that money has been slow to trickle down to them, to, to help them help them with very real pressing needs. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I mean, I just think, um, you know, it's, it's been amazing to see uh, how this community has responded to this um, crisis, that people have come together and um, really helped one another and um, are looking, looking forward to, you know, building and, and moving past this. Uh, one of, the, one of the, the people that I talked to last week was Urban Garden Center, which they, they own a business right next to the site where the two buildings collapsed and uh, they finally were able to reopen. They were basically destroyed. Uh, they were one of um, four businesses that were heavily damaged or completely destroyed. So they've finally been able to reopen. They are rebuilding um, and they're just very optimistic about the future and, and, and their idea is that they're going to come out of this situation stronger than before. Thanks very much, Jeff. Again, this is Colette Sosnoy for Just Publix at 365. Thanks for listening. Just Publix at 365 is a project of the Graduate Center CUNY, located at 365 Fifth Avenue, where you will find the life of the mind in the heart of the city. Just Publix at 365 is funded by the Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide.